now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back. I start the show with a question, a proposal to uh, special guest is back, Dave Cardillo. Now, Dave, you have one week to answer this question. Um, and I, you know, we've known each other a long time and I don't know who your hockey team is, but I'm giving you a week to hop on the Sabres bandwagon because oh, my goodness, it. they are frightening. You have one week to become a Sabres fan. Uh, when we record next week, we will expect an answer, but the Sabres are incredible. I think, you know, sort of like me, sort of like John, you don't, a lot of your teams aren't in the, the upstate New York area. I think this would be a good addition. Um, do you have well, any thoughts? My thoughts are, I honestly don't think I've ever, besides the one professional hockey game I've been to, uh, a Montreal Canadiens game, I've never watched an NHL game start to finish because oh, I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't respect it. I think it's a, like, I like the physicality. It's fast. Like there's no really breaks. Like I like all that. I just, you know, I'm not a hockey guy. Like I, if you put an NHL game in front of me or if I could watch some random college basketball game or NBA game, I'm going to go basketball 10 out of 10. That's just me. But it's uh well, Tell you what, the Sabres so are they, They've been in a rebuild um, for a while, right? They're, they're all the way back. Oh, for, forever. They've Humming. been in a rebuild forever. It's been a it's been a plethora, a litany of bad coaching hires. Um, like, really bad. Like, some really bad ones. Like, the last guy I don't think ever coached hockey before he was hired by the Sabres. Um, this is Chad. I remember. Donnie, Don, Donnie Meatballs is, is for real. He's, he's exactly what they need. Chad, I remember the, the Kings, but not as bad. Okay. I was going to say, I remember uh, – Back in Eleanor, when uh, the Sabers were probably the last homing before this, who was it? It was Danny Briere, Jason Pominville, Chris Drury, yeah, Drury, Finnegan, Miller. Because I just remember yeah, anytime we went to we went anytime we went to Kyle's house, we were we were watching the Sabers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's um, I, I I challenge you, Dave. If there's a Tuesday night, you know that I think you're kind of a Cavs fan. You're an you're a, you're a Braun guy. If Braun's not on, and there's a you know maybe Sabers game on TV, I challenge you. Turn it on. See yeah. what you think. No, I I I really don't have an NBA team. If I'm being honest, I as you said, I'm a Braun guy. Um, I just like good bat. I like I more for guys more so than a team to be honest. But we'll see. That could always change. Um, yeah, Sabers are a situation monitor. We'll continue <laughs> to keep you guys posted throughout the year. Both this is a situation monitor with Dave's fandom and then that. But uh wow, we're quietly in, into week eight of college football. Um, how do we feel? Just use one word. I feel um uh all right, I'm like I'm gonna think. <laughs> um I think my word would be humbled. Mine's humbled. That's a great one. Oh my God. I mean, how the hell did we get to this point? It's middle of October. <laughs> I mean, it's past that. It's, 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 it's October 19th um, at time of recording, which is just nuts. I like, would we're say really in the thick of it. We're, we're in the thick of it. My word is thankful. Um, it's and just. Chad's going to have to uh, rehash that one. Um, he's just going to have to throw that one back at us like a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> I said thankful. Okay. I I'm thinking of my word. I don't have a word, but we are this is the meat, you know, this is the meat and potatoes right here of the season. Yeah. It's all conference matchups. I love it. Um it's uh it's like that quote from Andy in the office, right? Like, how do you know what is it? You're in the good time or how does uh, John are you a big office guy? How, like, do, how oh, do you yeah, know yeah. you're in the good times when you're in the good times? Exactly. Like that, that? That's that was the one I'm thinking of. Um we are in the good times, so let's just appreciate each weekend. Um, because you know, a month from now we'll be like staring at bowl season, which is which is crazy. Um, so just trying to enjoy it. Yeah, we um, that's well put. We we are we we just got to keep grounded. You know, you, you can't look ahead at uh, another sl another slate ahead. You got to look how I'm looking at this Wednesday night game right now. We're recording six thirty on Wednesday. We got App State playing Georgia State here two hours north up in Boone. I will be there tomorrow. I thought about wow. going to this game. It's going to be 25 degrees when I get there, freezing fucking cold. 
these teams got a combined record of like five and eight. So I decided to sit it out, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta appreciate every game that's in front of us. Um, quick, just a quick thing here. I'm keeping an eye on this Padres Phillies game. Juan Soto just ripped a double to tie the game up four, four wow. bottom five the MLB playoffs have been, have been electric. We'll come back to that at the end. Okay. We'll come back. To that. Just have um, it on in the background here. We'll wrap around. We're going to wrap around. Um, and actually by the time we finish the football talk, I mean, that game could be, I don't know what inning it's in, but it'll be close. Yep. Um, Week, week seven. seven. I mean, there were, week seven. That slate. We we knew coming into it, it was going to be good. And quite honestly, I think it's really hard when the slate is that hyped up and then it actually overdelivers. I mean, Tennessee, Alabama was the game of the year. Everything that anyone could have wanted it to have been. Uh, um, from an entertainment perspective, from a perspective of me screaming "Rocky Top" about in six different bars with just numerous groups of people, as I only took Tennessee money line in that game. You know. Wow. I mean, what a, what what a, what a game that was, um, Dave. I'm sorry, Michigan's Michigan just kind of ran, ran all over Penn State. We're gonna come back to Penn State for the week eight segment. Um, Ole Miss quietly is is number seven now. I believe they're what seven and zero. Oh. They are the um, most fraudulent top ten team I've ever seen in my whole. They're life, just but... chugging along. They're just chugging along. Illinois, Brett, the fighting Brett Bielema's. I mean, kind of a wagon. Wagon. A really good club. Maybe the favorite in the, the Big Ten West now. Actually, kind of a really good club. They go out, they beat Minnesota, who's been a juggernaut. Um, we'll come back to Minnesota for the week eight. TCU, Max Duggan never says no. I mean, what what, what do you guys think about that? Like, th- this team is good. That that's was a my, great that's game. That's my horny frogs. That, those are my boys. That was a great game, too, because the, the Cowboys jumped up on them early. Um, I was on TCU spread, so I did lose, but enjoyed watching the game. Yeah, Oklahoma State was up. I think uh, they were up double, double, two touchdowns at one point. Um, and you're right, Duggan just kept putting plays together. He's a good athlete. He's not just a sneaky athlete. He's actually a good athlete. Like yeah. he looks like he's a running back when he's running yeah. the ball. Um, yeah, they were there. That was a great game. I mean, that game, the the USC Utah game was awesome. And then obviously that that Alabama Tennessee game, just some great action this weekend. Um, to quickly touch TCU player to watch for the rest of the season. Wide receiver, uh, Quentin Johnston. I mean, two weeks in a row, he shreds Kansas and he shreds Oklahoma State after a quiet start to the year. They found a way to get him involved. In the two games, he's got 22 catches for almost 400 yards and two scores. I mean, he's 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 going nuts. That's a Not big boy, crazy. too. Say again? I said that's a big boy, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Six, I mean, he's going to be potentially a first-round pick, I think. Definitely. Um, Hyatt. Five touchdowns on six catches, some 300 yards, just Crazy. unbelievable. So to recap quickly, our picks from last week, Connor went, did Air Force win by 10? Air Force no smoked. Idea. Yeah, okay. Air Force was a big cover. So Powers went two and one. He hit on Arkansas and Air Force. He lost on TCU. Or no, that's, that's John. Me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Chad, just, just <laughs> unreal. Powers went two and one as well. He had the over in TCU. He had Vatek plus seven and his loss was Penn state plus seven. I went two and one. I had Michigan minus seven, Tennessee plus seven and Florida state plus three and a half. Chad, I'll tell you this. You've battled back this year. You're historically bad to start the season. You're, 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 you're 10 and 14 now. I mean, you're getting closer and honestly you're right there because I'm 11 and 13 and Connor's 12 and 12. So, you know, the, the boys is still trying to get over the hump. Everyone is. The fight of uh, 500. So, but yeah, real quick, last couple from last week. A couple quick hitters, Syracuse wagon, undefeated. They go out at home, beat NC State. NC State didn't have Devin Leary, but wins a win. Um, James Madison, most fraudulent top 25 team. Chad, we had a passionate debate about this earlier in the week. But James Madison, bad team. Um Georgia Southern wins that one. Clemson's good again. Kentucky needed a win. Mississippi State with kind of a letdown game. What are your thoughts on that? I I think I I mentioned this last week. I was if I were I played that game. I took Kentucky money line. I just I don't think Mississippi State's any good. I mean they can beat anyone just because of that offense, but they can lose to anyone. And you had Will Levis back. That team's run through him. I just thought there was a, a ton of value they, on that line. Kentucky had a great game plan defense. Mississippi State couldn't throw the ball. 
And then Utah USC, the nightcap. I don't really remember. Uh, I don't. I don't know about that game <laughs> from, from where I was at that point. But uh, Utah won a thriller by one point, forty three, forty two. That was a great game, and that was uh, Utah had on on each side of their helmet. You know, they had a couple couple teammates die um, the last yeah. two years. It was so they had the hand painted helmets with those guys like on the helmet. Um, it was really cool, and that place was. I think they set like a stadium record for attendance. Um, and it was just a great atmosphere. That was a great game. It was just felt like Cam Rising and and Caleb Williams just kind of going back and forth in that game. And then Utah's backup tight end, a dude named uh, I don't know if we're doing all Americans this week, but a dude named Dalton Kincaid had 16 catches for uh 230 yards. I mean, he was like that is incredible. I missed that. Yeah. See, yeah. So it was a, that was a great great game, and Utah Beat went him. for two. That was uh, one of the ones at the end there. Um, Kyle Whittingham, big nuts, went for two at the end of the game to uh, to get a one-point lead mm-hmm. as opposed to just tying it up. Love that. Love to see Utah bouncing back after, you know, stumbling early. High expectations. We've always been a big Utes podcast. We really have. Best two-win team in the country. I don't think there's a doubt about that. Chad, I think this is a good segue. Have you put any thought into a top 20 for this week? I haven't laid out the full top 20, but I, I think at this point with Tennessee's win, I would put them one. I just, they have the best win in the country. Um, like I have concerns defensively, um, but I, I think, you know, heads up, I think they can beat Georgia. Like, I, I just think they're awesome. Um, and, you know, honestly, outside of that, nothing really changes. And you even look at like, you know, the Michigan Penn state game. And like, I don't drop Penn. I think I had Penn state right around 10 last week. You know, I dropped them the 13 or 14, but if you take a step back and think about it and you compare other teams ranked around Penn state, like how much better they would do against Michigan. I don't, I don't think they would. And that's why I'm kind of like, like yeah, I dropped uh, the Michigan Penn state has been one of those I mean, if if Michigan runs up and Penn State, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, pretty decent run defense. Like, and it, it, when Michigan runs up, though, I mean, when, when they get the ball rolling, literally, they're pretty unstoppable. Um, yeah. like they're going to be very, very hard to 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 beat. They're going to be in every game when you got two guys rushing for over 160, you know, averaging yeah. 7.6 a carry on 55 carries, 418 yards. I mean, yeah, that Penn was, State. Penn State went into that game with the fifth, number five, fifth ranked run defense in the country, got absolutely shredded. Um, Blake Corum is a certified stud. Um, Donovan Edwards was a five-star kid. He's in his second year. He ran off, ripped off some big ones. Um, and what it, what stands out when you watch Michigan and like Chad, I remember this in that Ohio State game last year too. Like they can just beat the shit out of people up front. Like their their offensive lines, really their good. line just moves bodies. Oh, yeah. another. Yeah, yeah the and they have another good unit this year. Um, they had the uh, the Remington Trophy winner transferring from Virginia. Um, the Remington is the best center in the country. Like they're just really physical up front again. They dominated Penn State um, in the trenches all game, and uh, yeah, they can. I think they can give Ohio State issues again, Chad. I know it's in Columbus, but um, the way, like John said, the way they play play the game of football, like they're gonna stay in games and uh, they just grind teams down. Yeah, able to just run the clock and like take up time of possession. Well, just like they did against Ohio State last year. Um, and I'll tell you what, too. Whenever I watch Michigan, they always get the third and ones, the third and twos, those plays that keep drives alive. Like that just looks routine for them. Um, and yeah, they just got two really good backs, and uh, they're they're going to be tough again. And McCarthy's not great yet, but he's athletic. Like he can make plays on the run too. Um, and he's I was not look- asked to do a whole lot in that, that offense. I was looking at now, something. McCarthy's like number wise isn't great, but in terms of like when he's pressured, when the other teams blitz, like he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country getting the ball out. I thought that was really interesting. Now, I think the top five is pretty obvious to your point, Chad. I mean, I, I would also agree. I think Tennessee should should probably not be three. I think they could be one. But really, it's a coin flip between any of those three, Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and then Michigan, Clemson, I think are appropriate four and five. Alabama should be six. But like, who do you guys think is the best of the 
the next group of undefeated. I know Syracuse is lower, but I'm going to put them in there just for fun. If but Syracuse when you look beats at, Clemson this week, we're going to the ACC championship. Listen, listen, game. listen. Ole Miss, TCU, UCLA, Syracuse. Rank them. Rank those four teams. UCLA, TCU, undefeated. UCLA, TCU, Ole Miss, Syracuse. Yeah, I'm going to have to put Houston last. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like TCU. I might put TCU number one. I think UCLA is a good club as well. Um, probably a coin flip between TCU, UCLA, and then Ole Miss and Cuse. Um, I'm going to go TCU, UCLA, Ole Miss, and Syracuse. TCU for sure up there. It's exciting, though. You know, halfway through the year, I don't know if this is a normal amount of uh, undefeateds, but it's an interesting crop. Um, and we move into week eight. Here we go. Okay. Does anyone feel passionate about anything that, to kick things off? I mean, I, I do have a play at noon. It's probably the best game at noon. We could just start there. Go, go ahead. for it. Um, on ABC in Clemson, South Carolina, they're hosting the Syracuse Orange. Um, Battle of undefeated, six and zero, seven and zero. Syracuse is, has been known to play Clemson tough uh, a few years back. The year that they were ten and three. Um, they upset Clemson. That was a absolutely electric win. Love to see stuff like that, but they always play them hard. Clemson's rolling a lot of high, a lot of high vibes, but I'm going with Syracuse here. This is my first lock plus 14. I got them at 14. And I could hate that. More. I know Chad hates that pick, but they played him close last year. They, I think they play him close and Dino, Dino Bay. How do you say his first name? Dino. Dino. Dino Babers, I think he knows how to how to coach against Dabo. I just think he does. Keep it within two scores. It's yeah, almost it's almost black ice season at the Carrier Dome too. This one's in uh, climbing up those those hills. Think about it. It's a shame that game's on the dome. That would be yeah. uh, you don't get cues on the feet of this late in the season too often. Um, I don't know, Chad. Do you have something else at noon here? I got one I'm gonna play. Yeah, the Bama game's at noon, right? Did I lie? I don't think so. Uh, I'll uh, I- I'm I'll kick it off. I'm gonna go with Chad's Buckeyes at noon. Um, laying 29. It's a big number, but um, this is really more. I don't think I was gonna score. I think they're gonna get shut out, and I don't think anyone's off anyone's defense. Iowa does have a good defense. Um, but just with what Ohio State can do offensively, spread the ball around. Um, I, I think they're I don't think anyone's holding them under 30, except maybe Michigan in the Big Ten. Um, so I will take Ohio State in a blowout um at home. Yep, give me the buckeyes. Chad, as you wear your Ohio State shirt, what's your lock? Um, my first lock is give me Wake Forest minus 20 and a half against Boston College. Boston College fucking sucks. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's easier to say without powers on. Um, but I, you know, Wake Forest lost you know, a heartbreaker to Clemson, I guess is the best way to put it. I think they're firmly the second best team in the ACC. Although UNC's played well, I still like Wake Forest more. They're five and one. Um, BC is just no good. And I, I think Wake Forest puts up points here. So give me Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons. Okay. And folks, Connor is not with us today. Um, hard, hard at work with the start of the NBA season. Um, Chad makes that pick in his honor as tribute. Well done, <laughs> Chad. Um, my next play, both of my next plays are in the nightcap. Does anyone have an afternoon pick? There's certainly a lot of afternoon games to talk about. I know that there's one chat I saw that you do have an afternoon, one of the better games yeah. of the day. Yeah, I, I have a oh, – go, go ahead. ahead. All right, all right. I'll, I'm going to stay in the Big Ten. I'm, I'm feeling myself. I feel like I'm starting to figure out the Big Ten a little bit here. Um, 3.30, Purdue at Wisconsin. Um, I'm going to take the Boilermakers. Um, plus two and a half. I don't know if uh, if there's a three on the board anywhere. I'd like I have to a have three it for th- you. 
All right, give me a three. That makes that's a little better. But honestly, I'm just surprised Purdue's not favored in this game. I think Purdue is right there with Illinois as the favorites in the Big Ten West. Um, Wisconsin is just continues to to disappoint everyone. Um, and yeah, I mean, Aiden O'Connell is a, a 10x better quarterback than Graham Mertz. Um, Wisconsin's defense doesn't look like the normal Wisconsin defense. Um, I just think Purdue is is the better team here. I think they should be favored. Um, and I really, I don't know what the vibes are like in Madison, Wisconsin right now, but I'm guessing they're pretty low. I mean, Wisconsin sitting there at three and four, probably not a great turnout to this game. It's not like Purdue's ranked or anything. So, um, give me the Boilermakers plus two plus three. Sorry. I, I would, I would favor Purdue as well there. I honestly just didn't really look at that game, but I, I would probably be on Purdue come Saturday after a few beverages after the noon slate, you know, Purdue's apply without a doubt. Um, UCLA plus six at three 30. I'm just so out on Oregon. And I think UCLA is a really good team. Listen, I was mm-hmm. so high on Utah going into the year. I thought they had a chance at the college football playoff. Hasn't been the case. UCLA manhandled them. Dorian Thompson, Rob Robinson. Is it? Yep. Dorian. Yeah. ETR. I mean, he's just, he's, really good and i just i can't get that oregon georgia result out of my mind i just refuse to like oregon i think with six i think it's a no-brainer you know and i will go ucli i like that i actually like both of those picks guys well done um i think they're sound you the only problem with that ucla one is it just feels really really like a sucker line and i cannot couldn't bring myself to throw it in my locks, but I, I'm going to take it. Like I'm going to, I'm going to suck it. You know, I'm, I'm going to. That is a big, I didn't realize we had a, a top 10 matchup coming out of that game there. Um, Oregon has like recovered nicely from that. I agree with you on that Georgia thing, Chad, but they have recovered nicely. I'm not as um, worried about Oregon as Chad is. Yeah, I'm not um, either. And I think Oregon, the other thing too, is you got to remember, like they're kind of, they're kind of top dog. There's a little bit of big brother, little brother thing there in the bit in the Pac-12. Like Oregon has really ran that conference the last several years, um, and it's in it's in Eugene. So we'll see. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch that game. I'm looking forward to watching it. That'll be a good one. There's a few others at three thirty. I don't again. I don't have one, but we'll come back to him later. Unless you guys got another one. Um, I do not. Nightcap. Uh. I'll save, I'll save, I'll, I'll do this one first. And I, and I'm going to apologize in advance, Dave. Fortunately, I didn't take the money line, but I really like Minnesota to cover four and a half on the road against Penn state. Um, kick a man while he's down situation. I think, I think Michigan exposed some flaws maybe in Penn state's rush defense that Minnesota, I mean, you couldn't ask for a worse opportunity. If Minnesota is able to capitalize, they just run the ball so well. Um, Penn State could bounce back to the run defense they had before Michigan. We'll see. I think Flex a good coach. That's that's what it comes down to. Um, don't know if they win. Feel like this could be a classic Big Ten slugfest. Bunch of bunch of haymakers thrown, low scoring, but within four and a half. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you for that. I'm not I'm not going to take it. But um, Minnesota has played Penn State tough when they've played. They beat them a couple years ago at Minnesota. Um, and you're right. I mean, that Michigan obviously ran the ball down their throat. That is exactly what Minnesota is going to want to do. Um, they got one of the better backs in the Big Ten and Mo Ibrahim. Um, I can't believe Tanner Morgan's still there, but um, he's like the game manager, the classic Big Ten game manager. Um, probably not going to make mistakes. So um, Minnesota also has Penn State's former offensive coordinator, Kirk Sharaka there as well. So a little revenge factor. Um, we'll see. I, uh, I know Beaver stadium is going to be rocking. It is the whiteout. Um, shockingly, it's not Ohio state this year, Chad, but, um, should be a good one. I can. All right. So at, at apt analysis, and as you're saying that I can just see Chad's face, just change, like just pure panic, pure stress on his face. Um, Folks, because Connor's not here tonight, we're had we've been trying to figure out a, a a platform to do this thing on because Connor's got the, the all the access, right? Chad, we got nine minutes on this on the Zoom meeting. I need you to figure some out, figure out a <laughs> figure out a solution to this. We got nine, we got eight fifty seven. <laughs> Chad, 
All right. I so mean, I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to take a break and then restart. We're going to have to speak. Essentially, folks and everyone out there, we got eight and a half minutes to get through the rest of this college football segment. And then we're going to have to regroup <laughs> <laughs> and come back to NFL. So um, put on we the could Jets. Who's, who's got the next lock? I, I got one. Give me Bama minus 20 and a half. Saban's going to beat the fucking piss out of Mississippi <laughs> State. I, I mean, it, under three touchdowns, it's it is it's Bama all day. I, I And no one's going to – neither of you are going to argue with me on that one, correct? I got, I got no argument. No, I'm not going to argue that. Probably no. not even going to touch that game, actually. That one's, that one's hairy for me. I, uh, I, I was mistaken, John. I am going to loop in one more 330 game that I like here. Is this your uh, third? This is my th- – third i believe yeah was in the big 10 for the first two mm-hmm. um thought about staying in the big 10 but no i'm gonna go to the big 12 uh give me give me the cowboys of oklahoma state getting six and a half at home um check can you find me a seven um if not hey, i'm gonna take the six and a half here keep um, talking i will look okay Let me see if i can find you a seven that's another line that's a that, that one i look at that it, in the oregon ucla and i'm like what, yeah. what, what am I missing? I agree. I agree. Um, and, and look, I do have respect for Texas. I think this is the most back they've been since they've uh, almost been back for the last decade um, because Quinn Ewers is, is legit. He's a really good quarterback. Bijan's obviously a great back. But Oklahoma State um, has, has really had their way in the Big 12 for the last couple of years um, outside of Oklahoma. Spencer Sanders is a really good quarterback. Uh, they still play defense at Oklahoma State. I just think that's too many points. I think this is going to be um, a game that's just within a touchdown coming out of the fourth quarter, and I, I like the home teams in those spots. Um, and Texas has been prone to stub their toe. So Vegas is just saying right now they're just spitting in Oklahoma State UCLA space, and they're going with the name brand Texas and Oregon's. They are. They we'll are. see what happens. I'm, I'm but what I like about the Cowboys versus UCLA is, you know, they're at home. Um, that's yeah. going to be a great atmosphere. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's just a little disrespectful. Give me the Cowboys. Chad. Hi, Dave. I can't find you a seven. That's it's, fine. Six and a half is, and is half. plenty. That's plenty. Chad, how about yours? And then I'll go with mine. My final. My third was Bama minus 20 and a half. Oh, okay. That was your third. Yeah. Um, I, I said, there's no point in taking the spread here for the third and final. Plus 140 on the money line. University of South Carolina game Cox. We're winning this game. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Chad, I know we had a passion argument. South Carolina is going to win this one at home. The South Carolina State Fair is in town. It's going to be crazy. Clemens is going to be there. The boys are going to be there. Folks, everyone out there, please tune in um, Saturday night. Like, I'm serious. SEC Network, 730. Um, Be on the lookout for 11 grown men wearing onesie chicken costumes. I'll be in one of them. Um, Section 20-something. Lower level, lower bowl. Um, we're going to be on TV, and we're going to win this game. It's going to be unbelievable. We'll be ranked. I know AM is kind of kick, kick a man in the down situation. Again, I guess that's my theme for this week's picks, but um, we're going to go out and win this game. It's And it's probably going to be ugly. It's probably Listen, going to be ugly. If South Carolina wins and is ranked next week, it'll be the worst ranked team in, I've ever seen. In I'm, 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 I'm done giving you any energy on that because James Madison was just ranked. Just the most recent example. Yeah, John, I uh, I was across the pond um, after the South Carolina one at Kentucky. Was that best win in, in how long for South Carolina? Uh, we've had a few good wins. I know you've had honestly. a couple big ones. We, we've had a few good wins. It was just a big one. to Like, we haven't played well against Kentucky in some time. So that was that on was the good. road, too. I mean, that's yeah. a great win. I, I do think Beamer's yeah. got them headed in the right direction. My concern is just Spencer Rattler. He's he's just a bad quarterback, right? I I'm a little worried. I mean, I yeah. certainly have my concerns. I tell you what, though, it seems like we figured out how to run the ball, and we have a little bit more of an identity now. Okay. Marshawn Lloyd is third in the SEC in total touchdowns. Um, okay. I think he's got nine. He's a he's a wrecking ball back there. So they seem to be going in the right direction. Um, another big test that we'll see. A and M does have a very good defense for as inefficient as their offense is. Um. I'm excited. I think they got some. I think they still got some guys out in the secondary, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll quarterback see. situations cloudy with with Payne's King. So, yeah. What's Whatever. the total? And that total's got to be pretty low. Forty four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, another exciting slate. Another game. You know, while I'm looking at it, eight o'clock TCU Kansas State. I consider the Horn Frogs. I'm going to take them again. I have to. 
three and a half point favorites at home against Kansas State almost feels a little disrespectful. Everyone's on Kansas State right now. Some of these spreads this week are very, very put me in a conundrum. Is that four picks you just gave out, John? We get a no, little... no, no. I was just touching on that one. Oh, okay. That's his bonus. That's just my bonus. That's just my bonus. My gotcha. plug for I'm taking TCU like every game this year. So, yeah. Any other games we want to touch on here? We got we got three and a half minutes left on Chad's timer. Chad just doing a you know great. I mean, honestly, I couldn't figure it out, so we're happy with him. <laughs> Ole Miss, LSU. This could be a spot. Chad's calling Ole Miss fraudulent. Um, go out and win this one on the road. Short short dogs to LSU. LSU. Don't really know what to make of that team, but, you know, a road SEC win is good, in my opinion. Not Chad's opinion, though, all the time. Um, uh, I have a game. I like Kansas plus seven and a half over a touchdown against Baylor. I still – I think Kansas is still fine, like, even with their backup quarterback. Baylor just stinks. Uh, I think that spread's too big. I will go Kansas on Saturday. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I want to just give a warm welcome to the top 25 of the Tulane mean green, green wave, Tulane, green wave, whatever they are. Um, they've been a team I'd like to take this year too. And uh, good to see them in there. 25 is just a revolving door all the time. That's it what is. I've learned. Um, I, I'll give out one little, little bonus play as well. Sticking the big 10 theme. Um, Maryland lane, 13 and a half at home to Northwestern. Um, I, just still Northwestern is one of the worst teams in the country. Um, and Maryland is actually much improved this year. So I, I think I would lay those points with the Terrapins. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's just another little big 10 play for you. Any closing thoughts on college ball? I'm, I'm elated with the season so far. It's been nothing short of incredible entertainment. Yeah. Cherish, is, cherish the back half now. Yep. Listen, if, if Syracuse wins this week, somehow we're going to have issues going in. Like Syracuse runs the table this year. I will be in Charlotte or wherever the ACC championship game is. For it's in Charlotte, game. I believe. I will be there. Um, if the orange are undefeated. Um, what a time that will be. Wow. Oh, uh, nothing like it. Um, so we have a minute 20 left. So we're, we're going to hop to a break. We're going to send it to AJ. Um, if you hear AJ and then that's the end of the episode, that means something catastrophic happened. Hopefully we can stop the recording. Again. We'll be all set, but we're gonna that's outrageous. He's saying catastrophic. Out. That's, that's beautiful right there. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Um, we actually folks for the folks listening, uh, we had to switch. Dave is now recording. Uh, I just, I had the Walmart version of zoom. So it was just, it's been a hectic night. John, I want to ask you on the fly. So I mid recording walked downstairs to the living room. Has the Wi-Fi been better on my end? I think so. Uh, no, maybe not. I don't well, know. You, uh, you said it was a catastrophic start um, at the end of the first uh, half yeah. of that show, and you were cutting out right as you said catastrophic. So it's um, pretty funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, week number. What are we on? Six Seven. is in the books for the NFL. We're on to week seven. Um, honestly, let's start with Dave Cardillo's Pittsburgh Steelers. Wait, 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 wait. That's not where we're starting with. This is a personal week for all of us involved. Uh, it is. We have Steelers Dolphins. This week. It is. Actually, that's a very good point. <laughs> it's a great point. Um, yeah. How we do can't you get ahead of ourselves, Chad? That's that's the preview, though. We got two of back, know. right? Two is back. Two. Okay, well, we'll we'll discuss this uh, in closing here. We'll come back in a few minutes, but I mean, the Steelers got a lot of momentum coming in here. Big win at home against Tom Brady uh, and the and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Dave, let's hear it. You know, how do you feel about it? Yeah. Um. Look, I still don't think Pittsburgh is a good team. Um. Full transparency. Um. In a survivor pool with with Sam and Pat. Um. I teamed up with Sam. We took the buck. So, you know, I was really fading my emotions there um, in the sense where, you know, if the Bucks win, all right, we advance the survivor. Uh, I'd be happy if the Steelers won. That's what happened. Um, the best part about this game was just seeing Tom look like shit, to be honest. The Steelers defense playing with out there three top corners, no Minka Fitzpatrick, obviously no TJ Watts still. Um, and they played lights out against Tom in that offense. They got after him. They got him on the ground a few times. It was really beautiful to see. Uh, Kenny 
manage the game fine in the first half. Um, the offense is still a mess. Um, and then obviously he took the hit, went out with a concussion, and Mitch came in and looked like a completely new quarterback than he did the first five weeks of the season. He just went out there and was slinging the rock like he didn't give a shit. Um, it was great to see. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm thrilled to see him get the win. Um, they do have some momentum now going into week seven. And the crazy part is the Steelers are at two and four. Um, they're only a game out in the AFC North. It, everything is still in front of them. I don't see them as a playoff team or actually winning this division, but it's there for the taking. Um, but, yeah, game out in the AFC North. Um, you never also, know. Only, also only a game out from having the worst record in the AFC. So, um, yeah. I think my my biggest takeaway six weeks into the year is that the AFC East is what we thought the AFC West was going to be. And uh, it is it is the best division in the AFC right now. Uh, the Jets are legit four and two. They're top 10 in every defensive category that matters. Um, Bob Sala's got them boys playing incredibly hard. And, they, and they're running the ball very effectively with Brees Hall. Um, and who is it? Michael Carter, two-headed yep. monster. Yep. I mean, they're, they, they're effective. Zach Wilson's doing enough he'll keep developing the jets are a good team the patriots beat the doors off of the browns i don't think belichick's ever lost to uh to the browns in his coaching career as the patriots head coach um the steelers and patriots were two plays i took on sunday and they ended up being i mean i love those going in i wish i could use them as locks but we that happens so I, the afc east is just damn good and the dolphins everyone out there who who thought Tua wasn't actually good chad i might be talking to you i might not be uh, 0-3 without him. So we suck without him. Thank God he's back. I hear what you're saying, but when Greg Little is your left tackle and he earns and he a sucks too. five PFF grade, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the injuries have been stacking up, and I know that's a case for all, you know, every team in the NFL, but they're 3-3. Three three. They still have everything in front of them. Um, we'll see this week. I listen, is Atlanta going to make the playoffs? They have the easiest remaining schedule. They just kind of beat the shit out of San Francisco. They're not bad. Arthur Smith's a good coach. I think, I mean, they've been effective. They've been effective. They moved the ball and defensively they've been sturdy enough. It's been pretty, pretty surprising. The, the, the Falcons and Seahawks have been undeniably surprising, as well as the Jets, obviously. But, like, those teams all were not supposed to be. In and it. the Giants, man. We got a lot Giants of parity in the NFL one. right now. Um, a lot yep. of the teams we thought were going to be good yep. have been pretty mediocre. Um, and then we're seeing some of these teams who typically are not good, didn't expect to be good, are playing really competitive. Yeah, I was very surprised about the Falcons beating up the Niners. Um, the Niners' defense, I mean, you could say what you want about Jimmy G and that offense. Um, but their defense has been bullying people all year, and the Falcons ran the ball at will. Um, Marcus Mariota's just kind of doing his thing, not having to throw the ball a lot, not really making mistakes, though. He's obviously a good athlete. Uh, they've been impressive. I don't know if they're actually a playoff team, but they could certainly linger around in the wild. They could be one of those in-the-hunt teams come week 16, mm-hmm. week 17, um, yeah. and they're you know a game away from, from maybe getting in the playoffs. So we'll see. Yeah. You don't want to play so- them. There are two two items I want to bring up. First one, it was the worst game of the week, but one of the games I enjoyed watching the most is the Redskins and the Bears. So <laughs> Justin Fields has been a hot topic for us. I I mean, what you guys watched that game, right? I did not get eyes on that game. I was in you Ireland were, at that oh, point. You were okay. But I John, saw the, I saw the box score. I was watching the Sabres opening night game. I actually really didn't watch it at all. I had no interest in it. I went to bed early. It was the earliest Thursday night I've had all year. All right. We're not going to talk about that one then since you guys didn't watch it. The next what were you going to say Jets. about Justin, though? I want to hear just have to say about Justin. I um, – You got this. So at this point, people are this. beating the shit out of him. And I, I get it. But watching that game, there are moments when he's just got to get rid of the ball. Like, he clearly has no faith in his receivers. But, you know, I still think there's a tremendous amount of upside there is is what I'm getting at. Just from the, the dual threat capability, and he has a good arm. 
It's just, I think he's at a point where he's just has no look at third and fourth down on that last drive when they have it at the four. I mean, he threw two good balls and the receivers just dropped them. Like I don't put that on him, but there are other times when he doesn't get rid of the ball and he takes sacks. Yeah. So I've watched a little bit of the Chicago this year, not a ton, but when I watch them and this is what I saw last year too, with, with fields, it, it, I feel like he just like, obviously, like you said, a tremendous athlete. I think all the physical tools are there, but he doesn't feel like he has a good feel for the quarterback position yet. Just like in terms of like pocket presence, like it seems like he's bailing out of pockets, like doesn't know when to get rid of the ball. Doesn't know when he should be sliding up in a pocket as opposed to bailing. Like, and he's still, I still see a lot of throws that are just like inaccurate from him, um, which is surprising because he didn't see that at Ohio state. Granted they were a wagon and he had wide open guys running around the field, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a little worried about him. Um, we'll see though. I mean, he, he certainly is, is good enough to turn it around, but I don't know. The situation's bad around him. Yeah. Bears have great. never had a good quarterback in the entire history of that franchise. Always yeah. terrible. Jay Cutler, black Jay Cutler was a beast. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy though. That he literally is a top three quarterback in that franchise history. It's crazy. It's very <laughs> sad. Yeah. But no, it's true though. Um, my th- second item, the Jets. Do we need to talk about the Jets? Well, we already did a little bit, but what do you got? I um, I still think they're I, – I think the Jets and Gi- Giants are still fraudulent. Like, I will fade them. Of course I you do. I think, I think it's fair to say fraudulent, but you have, to, you have to rephrase that, I think, because they're not like the complete jokes they have been, right? It seems like both Salah and Dabble – have it at the very minimum, like kind of shifted the culture there. Um, they're not like the losers they have been in the past. Um, and look, I think the Jets, uh, they've drafted well recently. Like Quinn and Williams has turned into a beast. Sauce Gardner already looks like one of the best young corners in the league. Um, they got some other dudes on defense. Like it obviously is going to come down to Zach Wilson for them. But I think at the very least, they're a tough team. And I think kind of like we said about the Falcons, I think they're frisky enough to to hang around and be one of those in the hunt teams come come end the season. I really like the Jets running game. It's just I look at that box score and Zach Wilson's 10 for 18 for 110 yards. It's like how in the world did they beat Green Bay by 17? They didn't have to they didn't they didn't have to throw yeah. the ball. That's what it is. They had a they had a, a special teams touchdown. Um yeah, I mean they they were never like that game was never in doubt for them. They really never had to have Zach make throws. Yeah. Anything else from week six that we want to hit on? Um, I'm I mean, off that note on the Jets game, right? Like Packers. What? What's? What's? What do you guys think about Green Bay right now? They've, they're coming off back-to-back losses. They're to, they're to they're they're flaming fraudulent. garbage at the moment. Yeah. I mean, listen, I like. I know a lot of it has to do with Devontae Adams. Um, Rogers is still, I, I still think he's incredible. I just, I mean, outside of Devontae Adams for the last five years, he hasn't had a lot of weapons and what they did with just Adams is so impressive to me. And now they don't have him and they have a Kwame St. Brown running around out there. That's not the guy that's there. I know he's with the, the bears now or whoever but they got lizards are number one they got a couple young romeo dubs and and christian watson but yeah it's it's a it's a pretty thin wide receiver court i think they need to run the ball more personally like aaron jones is really good and you have aj Dillon. like and it's not like they're running for two yards a carry like you know aaron jones finishes the game with like 10 carries for 52 yards like they're getting over four yards a carry so Mm -hmm. I haven't looked to see how much Rogers is throwing the ball, but it's just something seems way off with the, like, I don't know if it's the play calling the offense in general, because I, I still think they're a playoff team. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Um, only other game, another one in the saga of Allen versus Mahomes. Uh, Allen wins this one on the road at Arrowhead. Good game. Not the best one between them from an entertainment perspective, but it was a good game. Yeah. I was on the Chiefs, so I, I was a little bit salty. And I mean the Bills are rivals. Um yeah, my takeaway, uh 
I mean, Josh Allen, every time that I watch him, he's just a beast, man. He's a, he's a real problem. Um, some of those throws he was making, um, that, that last throw to Knox was like awesome. Um, fit in a tight window to Gabe Davis earlier, like him and Diggs, that connection they have is ridiculous. Um, they're a problem right now. That's for sure. Um, Davis has really emerged for them. He's been huge. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they're, they're a force to be reckoned with right now. And Singletary is starting to run better after uh, hearing the CMC rumors. Yeah. Yeah. I, on those CMC rumors, I really have a hard time believing any team's giving up two first round picks for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. No. That would just be foolish. Um, That's all the thoughts I've got. Shall we move into week seven locks? Let's do it. Um, I've got two. Uh, I've got a couple at one o'clock. I can I can kick it because I saw this and I said immediately before I didn't even need to see anything else. I said this is a lock of the week for me. Tennessee at home minus two and a half against the Colts. Pound it. They're gonna kill them. Colts suck. That's all I got to say about it. Taylor might be back. Is that not? not Don't care. Change anything. Don't, doesn't okay. matter. Titans okay. are gonna pound them. I I just I see it. Thirty eight seventeen. Didn't these teams? Didn't they just play like two weeks ago? Am I making that up? Yeah, they just played uh week week four. They played. Yeah, Tennessee won in Indy by a touchdown. Yeah, they're gonna pound them. Pound them at home. All right, Chad, you got one. Yeah, uh, I'm going out of order a little bit. Uh, give me the Raiders minus seven against Houston. Um. I still think the I think the Raiders are by far the best one and four team in football. I still think there's a chance they make the playoffs. Um, I think it's just going to take them a little while. Like, um, what the heck is their running back? Josh Jacobs, I think, has been arguably the best running back in football thus far. Um, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, I think, are coming around in terms of chemistry. Um, Hunter Renfro is now healthy after I believe it was some concussion issues. I could be wrong. Um, I, I think they steamroll Houston personally. All righty. Um, I'm going to go to the AFC North. I'm going to take Baltimore lane six to Cleveland. Um, Cleveland is, is kind of low key a mess right now. Um, they've been a real disappointment after kind of looks like they're going to be a tough team, even without Deshaun. Um, they just got their ass handed to them at home by the Pats and Bailey Zappi. And look, Baltimore, I know they're at three and three. They've blown several fourth quarter leads at this point. Like they could easily be five and one, um, if not six and oh. And, uh, I just think this is a spot coming back home. Like we need to see it now. Um, I think Lamar's is here starting to hear some of the noise. You know, obviously he's still playing for that contract now. Um, and look, I think Cleveland is just down right now. Uh, mm-hmm. the patch just ran it all over them. Um, and I think, yeah. uh, Baltimore can do the same thing. So I just think this is a spot where the Ravens kind of, kind of put their, put their, uh, foot on the gas here and, and kind of beat up on the Browns at home. Couldn't agree more. That's one of my locks as well. Baltimore minus six. Everything you said was going through my brain earlier when I was on my, uh, neighborhood walk, locking in my locks. And actually, I'm going to double dip. I'm going to, I'm going to put the bread back into the oil for a second, Chad, because uh, my other lock is in, in your Raiders game, and I'm on the opposite side. So you can go after yourself. Uh, I'm all over the Texans. I think this is a, a, an ugly, ugly pick, and that's what I love about it. I've taken the Texans a few times this year. They, they stick around. They hang around in games. I think McDaniels is a horrendous coach still. Um, and I think that he's not going to beat him by seven, quite honestly. I think Davis Mills is going to sling it. Um, both teams are coming off a bye week. I think that's further reason that it'll be close. Okay. I got my second pick here, Chad. Let's hear it. All right. This admittedly feels trappy. Um, sounds like Vegas is just begging me to take this, but I am going to take it. Uh, give me the New York football giants. Um, getting three points at Jacksonville. Look, I like Jacksonville. I think they, they have shown some things this year. I mean, they're sitting at two and four. Um, they they could have won last. They should have won last week against the Colts. But um, the Giants just play ugly games. They keep games close. I mean, if you look at their their, their season right now, they every game they've played has been a close game within like four or five points. Um, and I just think this is a game where, 
it, like I said, it's going to come down to a field goal either way, but I just don't think the Jags should be lane three right now. Um, and I think the Giants and that defense, like Kayvon Thibodeau looked like a monster last week at the end of that game. Um, I think they're dabbles again, just got those vibes high. I don't know if they win. Maybe the Jags do win, but I just think the Giants are a pretty damn solid football team right now. And if you give me a field goal there, I just think it's going to be a tight game either way. So I'll take the Giants and the points. Well, I have a play in that game. Um, and this is a matter of, I don't know how Jacksonville is favored. I, I'm going the Jags minus three. Oh, my I, God. Well, lock fight. I know. A couple lock fights now this week. Love yeah, it. Shout out the Cover 3 podcast with that one. But, yep. yeah, I just um, – I, I mentioned it earlier. I'm not a believer in either of the New York teams. Um. I think I just think Lawrence's could explode any week. You have two really, really good running backs in James Robinson and ETN. Um, you have you don't have the best weapons on the outside, but they're also not bad. I just I just think it's a matter of time before this team starts playing well. And I still think they they could be a borderline playoff team. And like I mentioned, I I I despise Daniel Jones. I don't know. I just, I look at this line. If, if the giants were favored by three, I would understand it and I would stay away. I'm just very surprised Jacksonville's favored by three at this point. It's a, That's why it, I kind of like it. It's a classic. No touch for me here. I want nothing to do with this one. So power to you guys. Good luck on each side. Um, just, yeah. I'm out. I'm out of locks. I've used all three. So you guys got one left, I believe each. Okay. Dave to you to serve. Um, you got one queued up because I'm uh I'm between yeah. two right now. Go ahead, I got I'll, I'll follow you. <laughs> I'm fading the other New York team. Give me the Broncos money line. I oh, disgusting. <laughs> it is so bad. It could honestly be could have been like in the irrelevant game of the week category. Um, but I listen. Russ played better this past week. Mm. Uh, like it or mm. not, mm. I don't know about that. I, <laughs> Wasn't he like three for 15 in the second half? I mean, he played well in the first half, but yeah, I, I, I see building blocks there. And I, I think the jets are worse than the giants. I am just shocked that it's a pick em. Um I'm shocked that you, you value the jets so low. I think you're off on that, but, Oh, I, I can't, I will fade the jets and the giants until the end of time this year, at least. Um, so give me the Broncos. Yeah, I, I will say I was looking at that game. Um, to me, John, this is the the stay away just because I don't know what the hell to do with yeah. the Broncos right now. Um, and it does seem like, again, they're kind of begging you to take the Jets there. Like, oh, the Broncos are favored. They've been horrendous. Um, but I don't I don't hate the play, Chad. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think um, you don't hate the play, but you hate the play. I, yeah, I just can't, I can't justify going on either side of that. I don't believe in, in the jets enough to play that. Um, regardless for my third lock, um, I'm going go to go do it. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do? I'm not going to go to the, to our game. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, no. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to the Buccaneers lane 11 at Carolina. Um, who the hell is playing quarterback for Carolina this week? Is it going to be Jacob Eason? Is it going to be, PJ Walker, Walker. He got a concussion. I don't know if he's going to be cleared or not. And Eason, honestly, I didn't, know, I didn't even cleared? know Eason was on the roster. Yeah, Eason Darn. came in at the end of the game. He was the backup quarterback last week when, when Walker got hurt. Darnold is, like, I guess starting to practice this week, and I think Baker is, like, I don't know. Regardless, I think the mess. Panthers are one of the worst football teams in the NFL right now. They um, are the worst team in the NFL. I mean, the offense, yeah. It's they just are the a, worst. Yeah, it's it's atrocious. Um. I'll love this even more if PJ Walker's starting because I just don't think he should be in the NFL. Um, but any, even if it's Baker, like I, I don't think it matters. The Bucks are going to be pissed off. I mean, they just got their their teeth kicked in by Pittsburgh with with like a ton of guys out on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, we I know Tom has has looked pretty pedestrian this year, but doesn't it feel like every time over the last few years that like we we start to say Tom isn't good, Tom isn't good, like he comes back and will light it up. Um, and they're they're healthy on offense again. Like Godwin's back playing. They got Evans going. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think there's a spot where the Bucks are still a good team, even if they're not playing up their potential. They're still a good team, and the Panthers just suck. And I think this, this yeah. is the game they went big, coming off the loss. It's a I lot. Like it. It's a lot to lay in the road though. Um, 
So we have two uh, to finish the NFL picks. We have the the Igao, the irrelevant game of the week, and then we have the seventh rounders game of the week. This is a yeah. special this week. Um, so we're going to start with the irrelevant game of the week. Uh, I, I like I, to, go ahead. I have Detroit. Detroit Dallas is, is the one I'm looking at based on what we've already picked because we've already eliminated some other options. But Detroit Dallas is mine. Couldn't care less about that game. Does nothing I mean, for me. Washington Green Bay is kind no, of. No, I think that's I, I would love to have Green Bay in the eye gal. I would love but it. It's not, but Heine- it's not. We get Heineke in that game. Heineke plays yeah. in fun games. True. Uh, Detroit Dallas. I mean, Cooper Rush, okay. I believe, is still their quarterback. I don't think Dak's ready yet. Detroit's bad. Seven point spread. Gross game. Give me the over. I like Dallas. Oh, over, do we know? Oh, the do we have a forty-eight and a half? Do we have a status update on both DeAndre Swift and who's the I wide think, receiver for I think Detroit? Swift is questionable. You're talking about Shark? No, the Brahman Ra. Yeah, I don't He's know about fine. him. He'll be playing. They're coming off a bye week. He'll be playing. All right, John, I'm going to fight you here. Give me under forty-nine. Wow. Give me the give me the Lions. They're just fun, and Cooper Rush is not good. Um, Gross. Yeah, I, I give me the give me the Lions. Okay, and then the seventh rounders game of the week, the first time ever, we have down in Miami Gardens, Florida, Sunday night football. The first time the Dolphins have had Sunday night football in about five years. It's probably more. Um, we have the three and three Dolphins, the two and four Steelers. Uh, hey, Dolphins are a seven point favorite on over under set at 45. Tuanon uh, tweeted 17 minutes ago. They will be in attendance. They will be hard to miss, according to Tuanon. I, I have no idea. I got to be honest with you. If Greg Little's at left tackle, not optimistic. Um, Tua back. Uh, I, I I like Miami to cover here. I think we I think we play very well. I think we play very well. Something like a twenty seven to ten. Sorry, Dave, type of game, but that's what I'm envisioning. Uh, so what I can tell you is it is looking like it's going to be Kenny back from the concussion. Um, that's that's kind of where things are pointing for Pittsburgh right now. So it's not going to be Mitch. Probably going to be Kenny. Um, I am very before I would even consider playing this game, which obviously there's only one way I would play it. Um, I want to see if Minka's playing. That is makes a huge difference. Um, as well as Camp Sutton. So I want to see if they get some of those guys back because I don't think they can play down their top three corners of Minka again, going against Waddle and Tyreek um without that hurting them a lot more this week. Um, so curious to see what happens there, but seven's a lot of points. And uh I will say just like just like with last week. Uh, Mike Tomlin, if you're, you know, his teams play well as big dogs. They just they do. do. They do. Um, he gets the boys up and they have a little momentum. Their offense still sucks. Um, that's, you know, regardless if it's Kenny or Mitch, like Kenny's still trying to figure things out. Um, they can't run the ball. So, um, and Miami's defense been playing pretty well, right? Yeah, they're all right. I mean, they, they, they bend, they don't break. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the, had some I, the, in the under, back end, but no. <laughs> the under is intriguing. Yeah. Um, I just like Nick Needham and their secondary is now out for the year. Uh, Byron Jones still not back. Uh, they get that undrafted rookie back. Who's been really good in the secondary. Who are there two Pittsburgh. safeties again? I feel like they got a couple safeties. I like who's yeah. the one out of Oregon. Uh, they have Brandon Jones out of Texas. Oh yeah, Brandon Jones. Uh, no, then who's the other guy? John, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Eight. Javon Holland. Oh, Javon Holland. Yeah, He's the Oregon owner. Can't draw a blank on yeah. Javon, dude. He's like best player. He's one of my favorite guys out there. Good player. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a fun game. I mean, yeah. From from a Pittsburgh fan perspective, what scares me is just mm-hmm. Tyreek and Jalen. That that's really what scares me. That's that's terrifying. Um, As it should. You know, so, Miami and Pittsburgh have had good games. They don't play every year, but, you know, you think back to the playoff game. Yep, the game. <laughs> and, uh, Matt, um, 
Matt Moore was decapitated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that has been confirmed by multiple sources. And then we had another one, I don't know, maybe a year or two after when Jay Ajayi throwback ran for like 200 against the Steelers. Yeah. Um, so Ajayi. they have games that just does, they don't make a lot of sense. I have a question. Uh, are you guys, are you guys at all worried about, um, do you know who's on Pittsburgh's uh, coaching staff? Uh, yeah, this, Flores. This. Mr. Flores. That I mean, that's good. that plays some type of role here, doesn't it? He knows this. It team. does. It'll be it'll be a bunch of lead up. There'll be a bunch of storylines. ESPN will have a couple segments on it. Granted, it'll be, uh, it's, it'll it's a like thing. a whole. It's a whole new. You know, obviously McDaniel's there now. Like offense is different, but um, I don't know. I'm curious to see. I, I think it should be a good game. Hopefully, um, might be ugly. I want chaos, honestly. I'd rather have happy. it like 75, 71 in a loss than like a like a 20 to 17 game. You I know, think you're a lot loss. more likely to get a, a 20 to 17 game. I know, I know, but I can wish. Um yeah. let's transition. Uh, a couple other sports to talk about. We're going from one coach Mike to another coach Mike. Uh, that is Coach Mike Brown with the Sacramento Kings. Kings are back, folks. The emotional chips I've pushed to the center of the table. I'm ready to get hurt. Uh, Dave and I were talking before we started recording, you know, we have some guys that are high on the Kings. They like the Kings win total this year. I got to be honest though. I know John's not, um, our resident basketball guy. I don't know a whole hell of a lot about the NBA at this point either. It's going to take me till probably January to figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. I got no thoughts on the NBA night. other than the fact that the Charlotte Hornets are just a, an absolute nightmare in terms of the discipline. Um, Fourth player, I think, this offseason with some sort of uh, just bad you know, legal trouble or something going on. Michael Jordan needs some hard questions asked of him. But, you know, we're back. NBA's back. Dave, anything? Uh, I'd say I'm kind of in the same boat as Chad. Got to see some time to kind of figure out, yeah. you know, what's going on. Um, I mean, Clippers are apparently back and healthy, so we'll we'll see PG and Kawhi. Um I mean, the Nets, who knows what happens? Ben Simmons is playing again. Um, Kyrie's back and, and KD after they kind of both wanted out. Um, but it's, you know, it's going to be kind of the same teams it always is, right? Like the Warriors are going to be a wagon again. Um, it's going to be Boston and Philly in the East and, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, Brooklyn. I don't know. We'll see. Lakers side, are probably going to stink again. Side note on the basketball front. Did you guys watch the Redeem team on Netflix? Not yet. I want to. You, I, you. It's really good. It's only like hour and a half, two hours. I enjoyed it. Um, so anyone listening, listen to the or watch the Redeem team on Netflix. Yeah, I probably won't realistically watch any NBA games, um, until we are Mm. deeper in football season. I mean, I'll you know, it'll be it'll be maybe on here and there, but uh, not a lot. And I'm just ready for college basketball. I think uh, we all like college basketball a bit more. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Can't yeah, wait to talk got... about that. The only other sport, MLB, the uh, LCS series have begun. The Padres have come storming back. They were down four oh, yeah. tonight in game two, and they're up 7-4 now. Philly won game one. I have a future on the Padres from April 3rd to win the NL, plus 800. Would love for that to hit. Um, and then the Yankees-Astros. Chad, do you have any thoughts on the Yankees? Like, Do you think they stand a chance here after a walkie Cleveland series? Dave, you know, responded to my Instagram. I, I know. Chad, you told I will, me. I will, I will listen. Similar to the Kings, the emotional chips are kind of in there, but I know the Yankees aren't winning this series. Um, I, I'm going to root my little heart out, especially because it's against the Astros, but I know it's not going to end well. It's just their, their team is not a, a playoff team. You can't have that many fucking power hitters in a lineup when you're facing aces night in and night out in the playoffs and how the Yankees and Brian Cashman and everyone in the front office hasn't figured that out when they've done the same thing for the last six years is mind boggling. You can't have that lineup and be successful in the playoffs. I know they just won the series against Cleveland, but let's be honest here. Cleveland wasn't expected to do anything this year. So the Yankees are not going to win the series. I've said it since May that the Astros will likely win the AL. Um, and that's where I'm at. I, I'm going to cheer my heart out. I'm going to get angry watching it tonight. Um, but I, the, 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 yeah, the, my, it's a good point. 
It's a good point, Chad. <laughs> change in philosophy. I, I don't know. Did I cut out? Whatever. Just you, you, did, you, you right. got through most of it. We got the gist. Um, I'm excited that the Dodgers and Braves got eliminated. The NL is pretty exciting. Um, yeah. The wild yeah. card teams make it to the CS. So. Yeah, I agree on that. Um, this Phillies Padres series, it kind of feels like these two teams. I don't know. I I I, I know whoever wins this series is going to be the underdog in the World Series, and um, they they both got some good juju going right now. So, who's your um, who's the World Series prediction for you guys? I, I think it's Phillies Astros. I I would say the same thing. Um, even though it looks like the Padres are going to tie the series up tonight. Um, I'm going Padres Astros. Padres, Padres Astros. Win. Padres Astros. Padres win. I would love to see the Padres win. That'd be great to Without get a new Tatis. Team. Yeah. Yo, what I saw too is uh like the deeper the Padres go in the postseason, that this these games are counting towards Tatis's uh suspension. So like if they play if they play in the World Series, I'm gonna be out for like 15 games next year. Wow. I think we need to give a plug to fantasy baseball quickly. Powers has basically drafted Tatis and has been without him for a year and a half. Yeah, well, and he's, he's probably yeah. going to keep him again. Watch. Oh, he will. Crazy. Um, I, think that's all. Yeah. I have one last thing. A NASCAR front. There was a fight uh, this past Gosh. week at Las Vegas. Uh, Bubba Wall suspended a week. Just ridiculous. Um, we're coming down. I think we have three races left now. We've got Homestead. Um, we have hey, Martinsville. John. And then we have Phoenix. Is Chad the only person you know who watches NASCAR? I don't know. I'm glad he just threw it in at the end, though, instead of the beginning. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what he's referencing. I have uh, literally still to this day in, in my 26 years of life, have, you're the only person I know who follows NASCAR on a weekly basis. More more, more power to you, kid. Listen, you I love it. I love it. You I, always have. I, Kevin Harvick. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Harvick. You're a yeah. lifer. Right. <laughs> My my only last call is just go Cox. Um, it's a week. It's a marathon this weekend for me in Columbia. The return, the Let's return. Go. Godspeed, Dave. Any last calls, Dave? Thanks for joining again. It's always yeah, a pleasure. It's always, it's always fun, guys. Um, no, I think um, I'm gonna close just kind of how we started, right? Let's let's enjoy. We're in football season. We're in the meat and potatoes right now. Let's enjoy the games. Um, yeah, and good luck to everyone except the Dolphins. Hey. <laughs> We, 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 we appreciate that. Yep. We do. All right. And with that, we will sail off. We will talk to you next week. We got to have Cardillo on next week. We, we do, you know, we're coming up on Ohio state Penn state, you know, continuing good slates. Um, so Cardillo's back. I, I'm fine without powers at this point. Uh, um, and we'll, we'll keep carrying, we'll keep carrying on. Go Sabres, go Kings, you know, all the teams run the ball, run, run the, the ball, run the fucking football, run the ball. All right, all right boys. Good night. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.